uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here, and I'm going to check. Okay. Love that part. Hey guys, how are the guys doing? What's up, fellas? Um, I feel like uh, this isn't on the run sheet, but can we at least address the um, the article that's made its way around our, our group text about the dude who moved his family from California to Austin? Mike, uh, mainly teeing you up on this. Sure, it's uh, from Business Insider. It's written by someone named Brett Adler. Uh, the, the Texas Hammer? Uh, no, he's not related to our mayor either. I moved my family from California to Austin, Texas, and regretted it. Here are 10 key points every person should consider before relocating. He also includes 12 points in here, not just 10. Uh, <laughs> he, couldn't, he says in parentheses, I couldn't just stop at 10. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's more, It's more. Uh, as a guy who's worked in editorial, I just want to say it's more clickable if the title says 10 instead of 12. Just, just pull back the curtain there for the folks. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, this is remarkable. And and basically, there's a guy who moved from California. He bought a 4,000 square foot house with a pool in Bee Cave, which is sort of a suburb of Austin. And then complained about how house poor he was, basically, and how high his utilities were and how his how Yelp stinks. Yelp is number five on here. Okay. Not just a not just a pool, but also a sport court. He had a sport court. Yeah, in so he didn't have a basketball court. Is he playing a role? Apparently, his kids couldn't play on it though because they came back with heat rash and bug bites all the time. Yeah, it's uh, that's crazy. That's I don't know this guy, but I'll just say it. his kids are pussies. <laughs> well, their dad is the the biggest p. I, I can't I can't say that full word because my son is in the room with me. But their dad is the biggest p in America. He was really mad that there's not a lot of uh, public land in Texas, uh, and this part really made me laugh. Even our neighborhood creek was divvied up as private property so much for the kids exploring and catching crayfish you're from california what the fuck you know about crawfish crayfish yeah I, I know. you want to say hi hi what's up dude he can't hear y'all because I, I got the, the airpods in but look we got kj david micah <laughs> okay get out of here does he have anything to say to dave yeah you want to say something to dave you want to call him something? Here, I'll put the mic up. Oh, yeah, like you think he's been trained to do this. Keep your keep it clean, though. You can say butt. It's okay. Dave, it's a chicken butt. <laughs> oh. oh, man. He, you're calling your mom. Damn. <laughs> you're toast, man. He got you. Hello. <laughs> I'd like to report your son for his body now. And to poop. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to call the authorities and report a murder. Just put, just put yeah. six feet under, Dave. How's that taste? Damn, Dave. He had to do it to him. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I'll just tell you the truth. So are we sure this isn't satire? We're not sure, but I, I don't think it's satire. It could be trolling. But I don't think it's satire. It's the guy. I have no problem with people not liking Austin. It's it's not for everybody. That's fine. But he talks about Austin like it's like it's hell, like it's the worst place imaginable. 
his kids. This is not that. This is not that bad. There's also a thing about how Austin has quote nowhere to go. There are no snowy mountains, no raging rivers, no soaring arches. Did you really expect snowy mountains when you were in Austin, first of all? And they said, if you if you live in Austin, don't change much. If you live in Austin, things don't change much in a seven-hour drive radius. Since we love the outdoors, exploring, climbing, rafting, Austin was not our cup of tea. Austin, uh, a city well-known for not having any outdoor activities. And seven hours? Do you, do you know the things that you can see if you drive seven hours from Austin? Yeah, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the weird part about that comment. Like, you are literally in all five, whatever you, they teach you in geography, like the Great Plains, the fucking marshy fields, the mountains are close enough out west if you hit five, seven hours. Uh, I don't know what hours. El Paso is from Austin, but shit, there are mountains out west. Like, yeah. You'll hit a desert. <laughs> hey, um, also, you're not that far from the beach. Granted, it's not a great beach, but it's like sub less than four hours to the beach. Don't yes, downtown Coca-Cola Beach. Or how Texas has high property taxes, but doesn't mention that Texas has no income tax. So that's, that's yeah, I noticed that too. That's why all the free agents sign here. Yeah, you know, it's always, that's, good job, Dave, getting this back to sports. Thank you. Hey, speaking of sports, did you guys uh, check out the inauguration? You don't have to answer that, but did you guys check out, did you guys check out this tweet? Oh, here we go. This Instagram story from uh, uh, Vegas Vegas quarterback uh, Derek Carr on the day of the um, inauguration. This this ruffled a lot of feathers. People were um, they weren't really aware that this was a weighted vest. And a lot of a lot of people who work out wear weighted vests like this, and I, I guess his timing was bad. But everybody thought he was about to storm the Capitol or something. Well, oh. he's also wearing a quarter zip, which isn't generally something people do extreme cardio workouts in. So the, it doesn't exactly pass the snuff the smell test here. I don't know if that's like a that could be an Under Armour QZ. It looks very techish if you look closely. I don't know. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I don't know if he's ever. Uh, had any egregious uh, moments in his past. Are we sure this is just a weighted vest? Yes. Clan. That's, it is. It's a, it's a rogue. I've, I don't know. If you follow any, any butthead on uh, Instagram, they do the Murph, they'll do like uh, their CrossFit or Murph challenge wearing these. Okay. Cause it looks very um, military issued. Mm-hmm. That's just no. the stolen valor. It's definitely stolen valor. That's dude. That's that scene, man. The, the the United States flag patch right on the chest there. It's, I mean, it makes it look extra military. So uh, yeah, he he's an idiot for posting this and thinking that people would just think it was a weighted vest. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Q and no, that's, that's a great, great. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Pretty good. Stella, no. Um, you guys want to talk NFL football? I want to talk uh, hotline real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we got the number in here? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we do. Great uh, great reminder. It's 833-371-DIPP, D-I-P-P. 833-371-DIPP with two Ps. When are we breaking this bad boy out? Is that set up and going? Monday. Ooh-wee. You can call in and opine. Just know that I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you go for a minute. You're going to have to get in, get out, and be tactical. Be Derek Carr. 
Can I give my one preference for call-ins? Please. My least favorite thing about voicemails. If you call in with a question, I don't need your answer. I don't need your example of your answer. Ask the question. That's it. I don't need your uh, FMK with other things and then you lay out your three. Uh, you know. Let's let's uh, let's leave it for four answers. We don't need the fifth. I want your question, though. Don't need your answer. Is that, a, is that a way of saying that maybe we do that on our Patreon a little too much? No, no, no. It's not you. I feel the questions, though. I, I can I, weed those out. It's not no, good. No, no, no. It is. I'm just shitting on people because somebody's got to. Somebody had to do it. Yeah, hit the hit the dip line. What do we say we're going to call it? Dip pick? No. Dip tips. Dip tips. Dip, dip tips. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Uh, yeah, the dip tips. That's what we're looking for there. Oh, and if your name's Josh, I'd recommend using a different name before leaving a voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Ohio State guy. He loves Ohio State. Hey, did you guys see that the Eagles hired a head coach and it's it's not Kellen Moore? It's not Airbnb enemy. It's somebody else. Nick Sirianni. We talked about Sirianni. World. Anybody He's, got 30 seconds on Nick Sirianni? Yeah, please. I loved uh, that George Clooney movie about his family. <laughs> what movie was that? Uh, I've never Sirianni. heard this guy's name before, for the record. Yeah, he's never uh, actually called an offensive play in the NFL. He was the offensive coordinator with the Colts, but wasn't the play caller. And apparently he was visiting family in either, I think it was near Palm Palm Beach or Palm Springs. I think it was Palm Springs because it was California. And the Eagle doing their coaching search there and just said, hey, do you mind driving over and talking to us? And they hired him. Right place, right time. It's it's so pathetic. I mean, don't get me wrong. He may be a qualified and good quality head coach. I don't even want to make this like a race thing about Eric Bieniemy because it's not the Eagles' job to hire. You know, to be the ones holding the hot potato at the end of the hiring season. Like, it's it's bigger than that. But it just is strange how deep we dig for like head coach candidates sometimes when there are quality other candidates who've made themselves like, you know available and or probably deserve an opportunity to coach again elsewhere, i.e. a Leslie Frazier, Todd Bowles again. Not specifically making it about race, but we seem to be digging to making the Zach Taylors of the world work. I, I think it's fair to do, KJ. I, I, I don't remember the last time an unaccomplished uh, black coach was hired. It just doesn't seem to happen. It do, I mean, yeah. I... Uh, What's his name? Tom Mike Tomlin was never a coordinator. I think he was a hey. something. But like the last time, right. he's been there for fifteen years. It just doesn't. It's uh, it's a weird. You know, I, I I don't know. We're probably not the right podcast to talk about the uh, discrepancies and yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's it fair. It's it's I, just one of those things. I think with him, if they're trying to say, hey, this loose relationship to Frank Reich, like objectively not about the coaching carousel hire situation like good luck <laughs> you know I, again as a non-cowboys fan i think you're making a terrible decision you know the rest of the division was shit this year it's not going to be that way for very long because i think the giants will be better with saquon i think the cowboys will be a lot better with dak back and i think ron rivera is clearly doing good things in washington 
The Eagles, I don't think, are going to catch up by hiring Nick Sirianni. Oh. But hey, you know, whatever. No, I think that's all fair. Um, We want to hear uh, absolute psychopath Dan Campbell. Ah, yes, yes, yes. This is what we came for. So the Lions hired Dan Campbell, who I don't know that I personally was real. I, I was aware of him because he did the interim stint, like 12 games with the Dolphins. Um, and here in the Dallas area on the ticket, he used to do a weekly show with uh, Jake, who's been on our show before, uh, with his midday show back in the day. And by all accounts, Dan Campbell's basically J- Jason Witten without the stats. <coughs> He's a Parcells, you know, regiment or regime, regiment, regime, Parcells regime guy who's brought in to be like the Sean Lee of the room without basically, you know, putting up a lot of numbers on the field. Had a lot of responsibilities in New Orleans. Is definitely a Mike Vrabel-esque rah-rah guy, and I cannot wait for him to make the playoffs and stick around forever in Detroit if he's going to give us this. So this team's going to be built on, uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth, all right, and, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you, and when you knock us down, we're going to get up, and on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right, and we're going to stand up, and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down, all right, and on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before before long, we're the, going to be the last one standing. All right? That's going to be the mentality. Hey, man, maybe calm down a little bit. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just go eat. You can't eat kneecaps, man. Dude, I'm doing to... that. Oh. I need Dan Campbell's height and weight. I'm about to drive four miles south and, or four hours south and run through the wall. I love it. Let's go, Dan. And through that wall, uh, Dan Campbell is—he's also calling himself the dude. They posted a photo of his nameplate outside of his office, and it says Dave Cam- Dan Campbell, head coach slash the dude. I was and then really he, hoping that was photoshopped, but I guess it's not. Oh, no, that's real. He also had another—he had another comment that said. This place has been kicked, it's been battered, it's been bruised, and I could sit here all day and give you coach speak all day long. I can tell you, hey, we're not we're not going to win this weekend. None of that matters, and you guys uh, don't want to hear it anyway. You heard enough of that shit. Excuse my language. <laughs> he did sound like he was testifying on a 2020 episode, given his first-hand report. Um, Dan Campbell, absolute unit. I will tell you this, the Micah Weiner of Detroit is not making any weekly comments about him. He is 6'5", 260. And as Brendan Vaughn points out, drinks a gallon of coffee a day. That's too much coffee. It just feels like a lot of coffee. I have two cups and I I start twitching. It's too much. A little too much drip? I don't know. I mean, Cole Campbell (laughs) uh, is probably going to be a big fan if this dude is that into booming loud. That's our fashion segment, KJ. Too much drip. Don't forget it. uh, Speaking of, there we go. If this fails, oh, yeah, you're doing it for Dippy. Yeah, shop. Oh, wrong titty. Shop. Wash media. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, If this goes south, which I don't know, it probably will. It's no offense to Will. It's Detroit. I don't really have a lot of faith in this. The dude bit is going to get so old. So fast. If they like, so let's say they win their first two games, and like somebody's like, "Oh, the dude abides," and they start doing that bit. Oh no! And then when they, they lose six straight. They're gonna be like, "Dude, the dude sucks." Like it's just gonna be right. 
it's just gonna backfire. I don't have any faith in it. I hope it works out because I do like Matt Stafford and I like Will DeFreeze. So, do grown do grown men? And I'm talking about NFL football players respond to that kind of that kind of coach that like the way he talks and is just like, oh, we're we're just gonna, you know, we're a bunch of hard asses and, and like a lunch pail mentality, but to the extreme. For I sure. Like if I'm if if I'm you know 28 years old, been in the league for a few years, that's that's just not gonna do it for me anymore. Yeah, I think for a short period of time, like yes, it's gonna wear out on people. Like for example, Tom Coughlin was brought in not to be the head coach in Jacksonville, but just to basically be the organize and run shit in the room guy. Uh, and absolutely, I don't even know what to do with this overlay. Thanks. Um, and absolutely run the uh, culture into the ground, like finding people for missing training table, like all kinds of bullshit. But you can't say that people weren't listening to Tom Coughlin when he helped, you know, put together. Uh, he, well, he wasn't really the GM at the time, but he certainly was the voice in the room when they were making the AFC title game with Blake Bortles at quarterback. So it works. And then. You know, half the stars were gone. Calais Gamble, uh, Jalen Ramsey, and Yannick Ngonkwe were gone. And Fournette the very following year after he was gone. So uh, I think it rubs people wrong. A six-year deal is a lot. Um, it it's, it kind of shocks me. That's kind of what Shanahan got. I think he got, what, a 10-year deal um, out in uh, – or no, Lynch got 10 years, and Shanahan got like seven out in uh, San Francisco. So we'll see. Micah, can you uh, care to explain your absence for the last 30 seconds as KJ made a good sports point? Uh, my computer uh, just turned off, which is always fun, and I did not have time to go get the ring light, Juliet. I apologize. Um, I look terrible. I think I need to get a ring light. <laughs> look at me. You look very handsome. I don't. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm – you know what? <laughs> the Dan Campbell thing was – it was a nice break from uh, inauguration tweets, like to have my timeline filled up with just people just absolutely, I don't know what they were doing. People, some were applauding. A lot of people were like, wow, this is who the Lions hired. I don't know. It was a fun break, though. We hit some of the other hires, I believe, on Monday, but did we talk all gas, no break? No, that happened today. That was the press conference. Uh, the Jets... Hey. The Jets head coach Robert Saleh. Is that how we're saying this? It's not Salah. And I think everybody was going Salah, and it's Saleh, I think. Saleh. Saleh. He had his introductory press conference today. Uh, We mentioned that he got hired earlier this week. He had his press conference and then announced the new motto for the Jets all gas, no break. Which is also coincidentally (laughs) the new motto of the Texas Longhorns and Steve Sarkeesian. We heard he's all gas, no breaks. He won't stop tweeting it. And hashtagging it. You think he should have went with do the damn thing? (laughs) He should do the damn thing, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel feel like at some point you're going to have to apply the brakes. I mean, it's just basic (laughs) physics. (laughs) New York traffic, I guess, huh? Hey. Uh, I I do want to say shouts to Drew, who who confirmed that the guy the Lions hired looks just like the guy off the South Park episode. Oh, he does look PC, like the PC, PC coach or whatever the yeah. dude's name is. Uh, yeah, it's hilarious. I mean, I, um, I hope I hope for, you know, good things, but just like my, my evaluation of the Eagles hire, like a lot's going to have to do with the division you're in. 
it's not just that the Dolphins got 10 head coaches wrong. It's that you're in a division with the Patriots for fucking 20 years. Like, you're in a division right now with however long Rodgers and LaFleur keep this up. I think the Bears aren't terrible. They're good enough to split games with the Lions for the next five years. And who knows what's going to happen in Minnesota because uh, we've got the note coming up. They're without an offense coordinator because uh, Gary Kubiak is retiring again. So who knows how it turns out in, in Detroit. Dude. Congrats to uh, the Kubiaks. Fred on good sirs. Do you guys want to guess how old Gary is? A lot younger oh, than on, I thought. No, I mean, doesn't look at day over 55. I know the age. I have, a so. source, I have a source that would probably know, but I don't know what he's doing right now. Um, uh, like you, six, internet? 61? He is 59. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I was Sa- talking about our friend Klein, Dave. Did you know Saban right. and, uh, like, Saban's 69? I not realize that. Or nice. nice. Is that right? Saban's old AF. I believe it. Um, Saving in 69. Yeah. Nice. So the, so the Texans are going to end up hiring the enemy and it's going to be good because the enemy gets hired, but it's going to be bad because it's the worst organization in the NFL. Well, top three bottom, one of the worst. Um, incredible that there, there were seven co- uh, coaching openings and all of them have been filled except for the Texans who fired their coach four months ago. You just don't want anybody <laughs> else to get your guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, doing? It's I don't know. I hope it works out for them. Uh, for if no other reason, like Deshaun Watson's career it can't be squandered in that way. Uh, that that'd be a travesty. Uh, and I think, as dumb as it's going to sound, I think the Larry Tunsil trade is a terrible decision. But I think he's been playing well <laughs> enough to like. They're not far off if they if they got a coach in there who knew what they were doing. Um. Is Mahomes playing? Mahomes is playing this week. Like, there's no, there's no risk about that, right? He took every first team snap on Wednesday. I didn't see what he did on the the practice. Oh, I read, I read that he was limited in practice today. Hmm. I don't think it's it's a it's foregone conclusion that he is playing. I mean, I think he probably will, obviously, but I don't think it's in stone yet. He also has a, a he had a toe injury on today's report. Not that that yeah. would keep him out, but he was limping around a little bit um, uh, yeah. last week, which, okay. you know, that'll probably be something that affects him more than the head trauma, neck thing, whatever actually happened coming up this week. I'll, I'll be big sad if he doesn't play. Big sad. Is that why he walks like he's got to take a shit sometimes? Like he does have that upright, clench the butthole, like kind of walk jog at, at times. I, I think he's just a weird walk guy. Makes sense. Really? I never even noticed. Watch him try to get to yeah, the like was, get to the line in between plays, like yeah, a mid range completion. He is very high up He's tight, right. contact from the feet to the ground at all times. Okay. Well, huh? Keep my eye for that. Dwayne Haskins is signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Guys, good fit or no? Nah? I don't hate it. Uh, is big is big big coming back? He is $41 million next year, so I would imagine yes. he'll come back for one more run. Not that Haskins has, you know, starter potential at this point in his career, but uh, anyway. It's a pretty low-risk move for the Steelers, I believe, right? I mean, what would you spend all this time with Mason Rudolph for if you're, if you're signing Dwayne Haskins? 
I mean, well, I'm not think, saying Rudolph think, is the next in line, but shit. I think, I think all that time with Mason Rudolph has uh, shown that it was time to go sign Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. Well with said. That. Well it's said. A risk move. I'm sure they didn't pay him very much, and if he's a capable backup, then it's worth it. And if he somehow turns into a first round talent like he was, you know, maybe you get the guy for cheap. Makes sense. Uh, Ted Thompson. Not Ted Turner, GM oh. of the uh, Packers. Dead of death uh, yeah, at 68. I'm not going to act like I was super familiar with him, but GM of the Packers, that's a big deal. Yeah, he uh, helped draft uh, Jordan Love. Oh. I'm kidding. I don't think he's the uh, current GM he with Packers. He did draft Aaron Rodgers, but yeah. he was out before they drafted Aaron. Uh, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it was before that. Jeez. Uh, yeah, that's young. 68's too young. Was it COVID? Is that uh... hard to say? Oh, mm. Let me let me let me just say one thing. Shout out to his family. Dippy sends his regards. Nobody's seen that. Okay. We're just I gonna move it right along. <laughs> uh, it's getting hot. You know what, Chris? Okay, I will. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Most He's people are telling Dorian to take stuff off during the show. It was David. Who is the DJ? David Guetta. <laughs> and he was doing like a COVID roof, rooftop <laughs> set. And it was like in honor of George Floyd. And he's like playing the music and it's like building up. And he goes, this is for George Floyd. And he starts playing it and Bob and he goes, shout out to his family. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Shout out to his family. I thought that was Martin Skrillex. I don't know. Same guy. I'll track that down then. Okay. <laughs> that's it. Oh. You're right, Josh. Somebody's got to do the David Ruff get a. Sorry, um, buddy. Your guy. I'm sorry. Shout out to his family. I said that in front of parks. He called me out. Mm, mm, fair, fair. All right, well, let's uh, let's jump right into picks and wrap this bad boy up. There's not a lot going on this week outside of conference title games, so no reason gonna, to uh, drag it out. We yeah? should start picking Big 12 basketball. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll get right on that. I got Baylor. Hey, might I, might I propose that these games, since uh, – these games be worth like three or something, and the Super Bowl's worth I don't know like seven. Let's just get, let's get crazy with it. I got a, I need a chance to catch y'all. Well, oh, before yeah. before you uh, say that, um, let me update you on the standings because okay. uh, as of last week, and I don't know if you've seen it, but it doesn't sound like it. Regarding dip picks. Oh, seriously, so gross. Dylan, you were the only person that well, actually, I hit my big boy stack, but you went two and two and hit your big boy stack last week. The point total for the year, David is in the lead at 98 points. Dylan, you and I are tied in second at 97. Let's go. Let's go. Micah's got 96 points, but you may be wondering at home, how the fuck is this happening? He's got the greatest record or the best record of all of us on the year. He's 87 and 73 on the year. That's not right. That's incorrect. Uh, no, that, that might, I don't know. You're, 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 you've got a really good record. My I have uh, best record, but I'm in last place. When so I transposed it from, uh, big boy stacks, from my chart to here, it is, uh, I lost the number. But your actual total picks are 
84 and 73. So let me let me correct that. Yeah, so 84 and 73 on the year, Micah. You're doing quite well. The problem is you suck at your big boy stacks. <laughs> you have by far mm. the worst big boy stacks record of anyone. You're six and ten. Uh, it is the only way that I am surviving. So, uh, you know, ponder on that as we wrap up the season. With this being uh, conference title games, you want to say uh, two points for these and then four for Super Bowl? Fair? I like uh, that. Okay. Who knows what it okay. does? Big boy stacks remains a three-point shot, so... It's like it's like when you're playing wolf, you know, and it's a, you get to the final two holes, and the, whoever's in last place gets to pick how many they're worth. Rules kind of had something like that in mind, you know. So I, just, you know, it's all gettable. Get crazy. We just don't want Micah to catch up and win this in the end. <laughs> so you're right. You're right. We can't make him worth too many points. All right. You're right. Bucks at packs. Bucks yeah. at packs. Packers uh, are favored by three at home. I'll start off. I'm just going to go with Packers. Give me the home team. Ooh. Uh, I, t- I too. Uh, well, uh, you know what? I, since we're tied. You got to worry about David more. Than wise, that's I'm true. I'm, go- I'm going Packers. I'm going to go with my guy here. I'm going Packers. This is a, a battle of two quarterbacks who on multiple, if you're a gambler, a sports gambler, You've probably said you can't bet against Aaron Rodgers. You can't bet against Tom Brady. That's why it's tough. Hey, something's got to give, though, right? I'm going pack. Sorry. Snow on the ground. Wow. Well, here is my opportunity. I was leaning Bucks anyway. I'm certainly going to take the Bucks now. I think they're going to win the football game. I think uh, the Packers make a mistake. There's a turnover or two. Tampa's just playing really smart football. They're not making mistakes. They're not turning it over. That defense is really good. They have a lot of playmakers. I think that Tampa bends but doesn't break. There's some missed kicks. I don't know. I'm, I'm rooting for bad weather in the snow, and I like the Bucks. What I should be rooting for here, now that I think of it, is I want Ndamukan Sue, and I want uh, Antonio Brown in uh, media day for the Super Bowl, even though it's going to be a digital media day. That's what I should have been rooting for, but I'm going to stick with the Packers. Um, Bills, Chiefs. Again, Chiefs at home. We're going to go with Chiefs by three. Is that the line we're taking here? That's what I'm saying. Gotcha. So, um, David, lead off here. Oh, I'm a coward. I, I told somebody Packers, Bills. Oh, I don't want to bet against Mahomes. Um, what is, what's the line? Three. Uh, give me the bills. Let's rock. Wow. Western New York. Big. God dang. That's not your big boy stack, but I feel like it's worthy of them. Thank you. Dylan. Oh man. You said, you said Chiefs, right Dave? No. No. Oh, you said bills. Okay. Sorry. I blacked out for a second there. Oh, um, man, if. <laughs> If Mahomes doesn't play, I mean, I know we, we expect him to play. But if he doesn't, this changes everything. But I still got to go KC, especially since Dave picked Buffalo. And I got to catch you in points. I'm going KC. Micah. All signs point to a Buffalo win or at least a cover. The Bills are 8-2 and two in their last – or no, they're 9-1 and one in their last 10 games against the spread. 
KC is two and eight. Kansas City continues to win, but win close games. I don't care. I'm, I'm not betting against the Chiefs. I'm not going to do it. I've lost with them several weeks in a row, including big boy stacks. It just doesn't matter. I, I, I trust Tyron Matthew to make a play, to get a turnover, to do something. The Josh Allen roller coaster bottoms out. Even if he plays well, he's going to do something that hurts them. And Pat Mahomes, even on one leg, uh, is going to get it done. Gives me the Chiefs. Wow. Everybody check out dude, Patricia I, Brown's page. What up, Patty B? I support Patricia. I, su- I, I bet she's got pipes, dude. Think about it. Bless up, Patty B. Um, in honor of Patty B in the comments, I'm going with Buffalo. For all the reasons Micah just said. I, I It's hard to see a back-to-back um, Super Bowl appearance, much less like any little thing like a Pat Mahomes injury, I'm not worried about whatever neck or head thing happened, but if he's not as mobile as he needs to be, he has a tendency to be less than just like, you know, on fire early in games. I was wrong about him starting off slow last week. I, I don't see it happening back to back week starting that fast. Give me Buffalo. Um, I might even take Buffalo money line if I was throwing actual money down this week. Ooh, woo. So, that's my pick. Big boy stacks. Micah, you want to explain yours while the rest of us uh, string it together here? Sure. Let's see. What did I write here? Uh, I like the Kansas City-Buffalo game going under. Under 54 this week. I took an over last week and I lost. I just think that it's going to be ugly. There's supposed to be rain in the forecast. Give me KC-Buffalo under. (laughs) Chill out. I'm going to stick with Buffalo as my big boy stack. I think if I'm picking an upset like that, picking against the champions, I've got to ride with it. I got to be about it. Give me Buffalo. Getting big. God damn. Just a cover for my big boy stack to be clear. I am going to uh, ride with a Raj in the snow for my big boy stack. Um, and like I know, I know Brady played a lot of his career in New England, but uh, a lot of it, Rod- <laughs> almost all of it. Thanks, Dave. Rod- Rogers is just a different animal in the snow, man. It's like it's like he loves that shit. Uh, yeah, Green Bay, big boy. Good, big, god damn. There's only one person I know who loves snow more than Aaron Rodgers. Oh my god! Don't say it, David. <laughs> This dude from college, he's – you guys don't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to ride with that. I'm going to ride with that uh, Packers-Bucks under. Oh. What is that total there? 51 and a half. Pack. TB. That's a low number. That's a low number. 51.5. Getting big. Here we go. Uh, you want to hit any of these other quick dips real quick? I, I skipped them all when I jumped down to dip picks, so we can we can double back. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll probably talk about the Connor fight Saturday. Um, yeah. Hit it. I mean, there's only one Connor McGregor. I'll be watching. Dave, you have any thoughts? He's already fought uh, Poirier, beat him in the first round. Connor's talking a lot of talk. He's walking around without a shirt on. He's staying on a private yacht uh, in Abu Dhabi. Uh, I'm, I'm here for all of it, but you know, the, the card itself isn't very stacked. The only other interesting fight on there is Michael Chandler making his UFC debut. 
uh, guy who dominated uh, uh, Bellator for a long time. Also a fellow Missouri Tiger. We have a lot in common, pro fighters from the University of Missouri uh, who have fought fighters before. But So I'm rooting for him. Um, I don't know. Dave, what are your thoughts? Um, did you watch any of the press conference today in the weigh-in? I saw, I saw a couple of the highlights. These guys are showing a lot of respect. They like each other. It's it's cool to see. I don't know what that means for the fight. I can't remember. The, I guess the last guy Connor had respect for was Cowboy, and Connor absolutely beat the piss out of them in a matter of seconds. Um, I I'm riding with Connor, but I man, part of me wants to say it's going to go the distance. DP's game. They fought at a lower weight last time, and that was like what six years ago, seven years That's ago. A long time a long time he's a completely different fighter now uh, I like Connor with the finish in the four we have no thoughts on it uh, Tennessee hiring uh, oh they're hiring Danny White as athletic director from UCF yeah. uh, Tennessee is a dumpster fire it's too bad we can't talk about it uh, a little bit more in depth apparently they were handing out cash in McDonald's bags either coaches or boosters, which is a real happy meal. Okay. Yeah, get the bag. That'll secure the bag. Everybody knows that. Uh, I, I wish nothing but the worst for Tennessee. Uh, that entire university deserves nothing but scorn. Are you upset that we won't see the bonnet next year? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, you know what? He deserved it. It was bad karma. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> Juliet, that's aggressive. Um, Come on. We're not doing that. Let's save the Mets GM situation for Monday because I think we need to come equipped with uh, the text as well, if that's fair. Uh, I think that's good, man. That dude is twisted. Yeah. Bad bad decisions, coach. Uh, and then Tiger Doc. Next Thursday, is that what we're committing to? Mon- Monday. Monday? Or do y'all want to do Thursday? I don't yeah, know if this format suits it. Well, maybe not live, but we can we can put it out Thursday. We can figure out when to record it. Okay. I think do our normal stuff and then uh, do that either separate or in addition. Oh, yeah, because we won't have a game next weekend. Boom. Yeah. So, Tiger Duck recap coming next Thursday. Thursday, and I apologize, folks. Yes. There you go. There you go. Um, I don't know. That's that. what I'm Super H for. Let's get these games, get this bread, get big, and get the fuck out of here. So, if this is truly a conversation... And I say, let the conversation begin. I should have played that at the beginning, but whatever. God. I thought you were going to play David Guetta. <laughs> no. If I had that uh, that quick, I'd be very proud of myself. Shut I up. am super H. Nobody asked me, but I'm super H for Brady Rogers in the snow. Let's go. Watching football in snow. Not with snow, but in the snow, David. And you're going to make the joke. It's just so I much did. fun. And these two guys, come on. I made it like six minutes ago. That joke is so much fun, too. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good time. We have fun here. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to go find this video and send it to the group text so we can all watch it together. <laughs> and laugh. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. Mama, there goes that man.